Welcome, welcome, welcome to all my alcoholics and addicts out there. This is another edition of the Recovery Chronicles. This is episode number seven? Yeah, I think this is episode number seven. These are starting to really fly by, uh, really getting the number up there. So uh, this is a special edition. Christmas is right around the corner. And I know that this can be a hard time for many people in and out of the rooms of recovery. But the good thing for us in recovery is that we have tools, we have people, we have support, we have tribes. And so there are things that you can do to kind of help you get through some of these tough situations, whether it be going to parties or being alone or missing family or missing friends. There are things that you can do to kind of help get you through this holiday season and still help you have a great wonderful holiday season. So tonight I am joined by Mandy from Alabama. Uh, we share a lot of experience, strength, and hope. She's been on the show before, so you all know who she is, and she's going to be on the show here in the future. So with that, let's start the episode. Welcome back. Today, I am joined by Mandy from Alabama. How are you doing today, Mandy? I'm doing great, Rick. Thanks for having me. So great to be here with a friend, spend some time talking. Yeah, thanks for coming on, especially during this weekend. I, I definitely wanted to get a pod in for Christmas. I mean, there are a lot of people out there that, you know, this might be their first time going through a, a big holiday season like this in recovery. So I wanted to make sure that that we've got a pod out there for them and, and, you know, you had something for people to listen to if they're going through some stuff. So um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking some of uh, some time for us tonight. So um, first, let me ask you, what is your recovery date, Mandy? Uh, first time I walked into the doors of Alamon was in October of 2017. Okay. And, and yeah, you're Alan, you've got, you belong to a couple other groups too. So what all 12 step groups do you belong to? Oh, Al-Anon was my first base uh, 12 step program. And I was in there for a few years. I mean, I'm still kind of in it a little bit. I do sponsor an Al-Anon still and CODA, Codependency Anonymous, uh, Emotions Anonymous as well. I've worked those steps. And then my home group right now is ACA, which is the adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. But I always enjoy my open A meetings as well. Right. And that's and that's what's going to make a podcast like this, this time of year, tonight so great, is that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're an alcoholic, doesn't matter if you're an Al-Anon, doesn't matter if you're in, you know, a Narcotics Anonymous or whatever. We're going to have something for you. So so this is a, a great topic for um, for somebody who's going through any kind of recovery tonight so and the topic tonight is christmas and the holiday season in recovery so um let me ask you mandy what are some of the tips or tricks or oh, things to look out for if somebody needs to go or has been invited to go to like a family party where there is going to be alcohol drugs or in you know other cases like high emotional uh, triggers 
triggers there. Yes, definitely. Oh, always hard because you feel obligated. I mean, if I had my family close by, I'd want to go see them. But yeah, you're dealing with so many different personalities and people just want to have fun over the holidays. And some people let a little looser than you may be able to handle. So it's always good to have my phone. My phone is my savior because it has all my people. It has my tribe in it. I can text if I need to just, if I'm, you know, I'm still in the middle, something can't talk. I can sneak off to a corner and call someone. If I really need to talk to someone, I can go online and get into a meeting. I will find a quiet corner if I have to, you know, I love how you call it a tribe. Um, Bobby Mm -hmm. also calls it a tribe and it's true. Like we can't do this alone. You know, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what time of year it is, like calling it a tribe is so cool because that is it's kind of like what we are. You know, I almost kind of um, think of it sometimes as like a gang, like like you're a member of a gang when you truly work some of these steps, you know, mm-hmm. um, because we're not going to leave anyone behind. So but but keep your side of the phone. The phone is a big one with me. Um, that's my number one as well. What what other things do you look for when you uh, when you know you're going to be in situations that might be difficult? Well, I know in my family, I mix my own drinks because I can't trust. And they, they're not doing it to be harmful or not. They just they're having a good times. So they think everyone needs to drink because they're all going to have a good time. But no, I you know, and I like to be the designated driver. I like to make sure everyone gets home safe and I get home safe. Because I can still have a good time without partaking in any of the things that everyone else is. And I can still have a good time. So I make my own drinks and I monitor my own drinks. Because I, even by my family, I hate to say it, I'm not going to call any names out. I've been mickeyed <laughs> by my family members, you know. And it's, uh, it's hard. It's a hard thing. You just Some people just don't respect your boundaries, even though you love them to death and they love you. Yeah. Um, I, I love the designated driver thing. That's the one thing that I, I do. I, and I raise my hand at the, at, you know, this time of year mm-hmm. all the time. And I tell everybody like I'm designated driver. I'm going to make sure you get home. And the other thing that does for me is one, it gives me a purpose, but the other thing it does is, you know, sometimes some of these parties can get a little long and it gives me a break. It gets me out of there. So funny, funny story. And it wasn't about, it's not about this time of year, but um, there was a time I was at a, a graduation party and the graduation party started at like noon and it was going to go like we were staying overnight and all that stuff. So it was going to go until pretty late. And um, me not being a, a, the drinker, somebody said, Hey, will you go get my, well, my, at the time girlfriend, um, she said, will you go get my dad with me? And I was like, yes, absolutely. I was like, how far away is he living? She's like, 45 minutes. I'm like, hour and a half out of here? Absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, and that's what gave me that break. Um, I remember last year, my girlfriend um, hosted the uh, her family's Christmas party and there was going to be drinking there. And I told everybody, I'm your designated driver. I'll make sure you get there. Just call me when you want to leave, whatever. you know, to, to come over here if you want me to be the driver. And um, one of the things that she said was, she said, hey, if it things ever get to be a little too much, take the dog and go upstairs. And you know what I did for like an hour? I took the dog and went upstairs. And me and the dog just went and watched TV for an hour. And then well, you love dogs, so perfect companion. Absolutely. And we just, and, and listen, 
all that stuff. He's he was a very anxious dog too. So like he didn't really like everybody being there either. So for him, it was also time away. So it was just great. So that, so, so when I, the reason why I tell those two stories is because there's things that you can do to even get through and to get out of those situations, even if it's for 20 minutes, just to give yourself that breath, you know, um, definitely you can just go, go for a walk, you know, and get some fresh air. And yeah. If you're so uncomfortable, you know, you make your parents and then you leave, you know, who says you have to stay all evening, right? Right. So that was going to be my, my next one um, mm-hmm. was I always like to have an out plan, but mm-hmm. I take it to the next level and I always have an in plan. So um, you tell me that, and I even did it with my daughter this year because uh, my daughter's now 21. So she's allowed to drink, you know, so there was alcohol at her house for Thanksgiving. But, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, you know, Hey, what time are people coming over? You tell me that people are coming over at four. I'm showing up at five because I'm going to just be a little bit late. That gives me a little mm-hmm. less time there. And then I'm going to have an out plan. And my out plan's usually going to be about two hours after I got there, mm-hmm. you know? So what about you? Do you, ha- what kind of out plans and, and stuff do you do time wise to, to make the, the, the time not seem so long? Well, I have the perfect excuse because I have three little humans that tag along with me. So I can just be like, oh, we have to go. So-and-so's tired or hungry or (laughs) ready to go. So, but I just, two hours is such a good time. And if if everyone's having a great time, we'll stay longer. You know, I usually keep it open. If everything's good, everyone's comfortable and happy, no one's, you know, nothing's out of hand, we just stay. But I mean it's all dependent on so many factors, you know, guests at the party as well, especially if I'm going to a party where I don't know anyone. A couple Sundays ago, I was invited to a party by a very good friend and I knew it would be a great party because she always is the hostess with the mostest, but there was going to be all the people there I've never met before. So I was kind of on, you know, on alert and just kind of stood in the background, but I ended up having a great time and we stayed longer than I thought. And I'm so glad that I was open to just going because I was at first I'm like, I don't want to go. I feel very, you know, your fears of your thoughts in your head. I'm thinking all these things and then none of it came to fruition, of course. Right. So it's good to go with an open mind and just have a good time. Like we all deserve to have fun. We, you know, no self-punishment. We deserve good things and good times. So we just need to be prepared to to have if there's temptation, we just need to be prepared with our tools so we can keep our serenity and keep safe, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, one of the other things that I always did, especially early on was before I knew I was going to get into a situation like that, I always talked to my sponsor first, Mm -hmm. you know, just to, you know, my sponsor never told me don't go, you know, but he always would just, you know, he would tell me, you know, he'd give me little tips and tricks and tell me what's, you know, what's good to do. And also it keeps him on alert that, Hey, if my phone rings during this time that I need to answer. So, so I definitely recommend, you know, talking to your sponsor, talking to even sponsees. Like if you've got a couple of 24 hours under your belt and you talk to your sponsees more than you talk to your sponsor, talk to your sponsees and tell them what you have going on. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's always it's a, just about prioritizing your recovery during this time of year. You have to prioritize your recovery because if you don't, you will. You'll get wrapped up in the trap. I mean, I can't tell you how many people 
they they wind up going out this time of year because they didn't have a plan and they didn't prioritize um, their recovery. So what um, outside of party? So so we just talked about, you know, those are all great things for when you have an actual party to go to. What are some of the things you like to do this time of year? Um, to prioritize your recovery around the ho- holiday season that doesn't have to do with with alcohol and and that kind of thing like like what what other things do you like to make sure that you're doing this time of year I like neutral events you know and there are a lot of neutral events out there especially for myself with kids you know so with other family members or other parents with kids going for hikes going to children's concerts or out for a, a play date at a park you know um, so, and having your own support group, having a support group around you when you're alone, because I'm alone this year. I don't have my kids with me. My family is far away. I'm all by myself here in this little apartment, <laughs> and I can hear every noise because I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> right. With three little ones, I bet you you can't hear a darn thing as to when I like... love it. I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it, actually. But, you know, sometimes it is a little too quiet. So it's I don't have a physical support group because I'm so busy with my kids. So my online support group is so important to me. So I make sure I have, there are always so many events and alcathons going on over the holidays. So I really, I'm, those are very important to me, you know, so I can feel, keep that connection with people and not feel isolated. I'll tend to isolate and then I'll get depressed. And then I will tend to, you know, get into those unhealthy habits that I'm trying to overcome in recovery. Right. And, and I love the fact that we have the online um, groups now, and I'm going to do a shameless plug for a group that I love so much. Um, but AA support group, the Facebook page, they are doing alcathons over this weekend and next weekend to help people get through. And, and I will tell you for me, for this alcoholic, this weekend's not the worst weekend. It's, it's really, it's next weekend that I really get triggered for some reason. So I'll make it through this weekend. I know I will. Um, though I'll, I'll have some times of loneliness, um, but we have a lot in common because next weekend's really hard for me too. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how, how just, I mean, but I sit there and I tell myself, and I know we're, we're going to do a whole different one another day for this, but I tell myself, like people ask me, well, what are you doing for new year's? And I go, I'll be in bed because I'm 46 years old and I don't care what year it is. Like, what year just it is? Just the no next day. <laughs> yeah, like it means nothing to me what year it is. So, uh, but anyway, so we'll get into that, you know, more next week. But um, AA Support Group is a Facebook page. You can, um, mm-hmm. you know, look them up and they have some great, great meetings going on and some alcathons this weekend. And then I know um, some of your Al Anon have some alcathons going on or whatever they go do they are they called alcathons in al-anon i, I saw well, you post you something think, today. Uh, marathons or you know holiday <laughs> marathons like uh, aca has it for sure you can go on any of the websites of any of the 12-step programs coda has it you know and you can find them anywhere you can contact myself to get any information I have people all the time like, oh, I need a meeting. And I'm like, what program? They tell me. And I'm just like, here's here's where you go. So they're all over the place. Yeah. And then if you live in a major city, I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, 
one of the fun things about Mandy and I is we've never actually met. So I know she's from Alabama, but I have no idea if she lives in a city or rural or country or in a shack down by the river. I don't know. But um, (laughs) but if if you live in some kind of metropolitan area, even if it's small, there's probably some kind of uh, club like in the Dayton area. We have what's called the South Side Club. And the Southside Club has meetings that start every hour on the hour. And people bring potluck stuff. You don't have to, but you can. And so you can sit there and drink coffee and attend meetings and, you know, smoke cigarettes if you're a smoker and eat cookies and cake and meatballs. And it just becomes a fun thing. And it really becomes a great way to to meet people. I mean, yeah, it really you can, does. You can find your tribe there, really. You know, it's communi- community is so important because it is a wee program, these 12 steps. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember my first couple of years in, and I remember the first year that I didn't do it, I almost felt weird. And now I haven't <laughs> done it for so many years, but the first couple of years in, I would go every New Year's Eve to the Southside Club. Nice. And I just always felt like I needed to be there. Like this was my people. Um, and then, you know, as time went on and, you know, relationships happen and blah, blah, blah. And you wind up having other things that you need to do or other people want to do. And I got away from it, but now it's great that I can jump on, you know, zoom meetings and stuff throughout the day. And so, so that's great. So that, that is definitely the number one thing that, um, that I would, that I would say now for me and you this weekend, I'm going to give a tip. That's going to be a little difficult for both of us. It sounds like, um, but the number one thing that I say is uh, don't be alone. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be, I'll be physically alone, but I know my phone. Like I have lots of FaceTime friends and people that I talk to on a daily basis. And I'll be FaceTiming with my family for sure. And, you know, I just everyone has their own thing right now. And where I live, I'm single parents are not very popular or they we seem to be all hiding under rocks because I don't know where any are. All my, all the parents I know are, are couples. So we're busy doing their couple thing and the family thing. And it just seems like uh, I'm my own entity. So yeah, I, need okay. to find, I need to find some physical people that would be up for like a mocktail party. You know, I've, right. I've done that for pregnant women in the past. Cause you know, being it was, it was great, you know, and I looked up some things you can do, like to, to throw your own party and invite your sober tribe over. If you have them in person, you can have a cooking competition or a theme party, you know, but with the online thing, you can even do a zoom party. If you don't have a meeting, you can go to have a sober zoom party, you know, or do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what we decided to do is we were both, you know, knew we were both going to be lonely and I knew I wanted to get this out. So it was like, Hey, Mandy, you in and Mandy. Yes. I mean, I think, I think she did capital Y E S with like two exclamation points. Yeah. So, you know, there's only so many times you can watch Game of Thrones. So. <laughs> so I can tell you, I was just, um, before we did this and the reason why we had to wait until seven, um, seven Eastern to record this on Friday night was because I needed to wrap gifts. And like, I was sitting there going, if I don't spend some time getting them done tonight, I'm going to get so far behind. Well, good job. Um, so yeah, so I had to get that done, but I was also watching a Christmas movie and I'm starting to feel the same way about Christmas movies. I'm like, 
So many, there's only so many Christmas movies you can watch. It's true. I, I love, we've been listening to Christmas music since November 1st, and we've had a tree <laughs> up and decorated since November 1st because I knew I wouldn't have the kids this year, right? So I wanted to do it a lot earlier. And I, I love Christmas music. It makes me happy. makes me feel yep. good. It does bring back some good childhood memories. Um, but I, I like making new traditions, you know? I don't want, I want new healthy traditions that don't give me traumatic memories from the past um and i can choose now that's the great thing about my recovery i get to choose you know right so that is that is a great you would almost think that you're like a podcast host or that you've done this before because that was a tremendous segue into my next one which was start your own traditions um so do you have any that like even for years that your kids were around i mean obviously i know this year's going to be a little different for you but do you have any traditions that sober recovery type traditions that you and your your family do now well, i like to make a lot i like us to make our decorations for our tree so most of the all most if not all the decorations on the tree are handmade that's awesome and you know sometimes we'll string popcorn and cranberries Sometimes we'll do the chains, you know, those paper chains you can make. Right. So, that's what, when you first said that, that's what came to my mind was, I bet you she's got red, <laughs> green, blue, yellow chains going all the way up and down her tree. And snowflakes. Snowflakes. And well, snowflakes we don't get yeah. snow in Alabama, so we have to make lots of snowflakes for the house. But <laughs> I have to try new things every year. Like my, my sister, she's a new mom this year, so she has a baby for the first time this Christmas. She's like, well, should I take her to go get Santa pictures? I'm like, it's up to you. This is your family. You can you can make whatever traditions you want. You can even change them every year. They don't have to be the same every year. Try something new every year. Try something new. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still trying to figure stuff out because the kids go to their dads and that's all new to us. So I'm thinking some kind of New Year's tradition, you know, because I'll have them in the new year, maybe even New Year's stockings. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I like to try new things. So, yeah, that's awesome. So for for me, what, um, what me and my daughter started doing was um, the way things worked out just with, you know, split families and all that stuff is um my kid's mom need have her on the 23rd into the 24th so for their family santa would come a day early for them special okay so that meant that come noon on the 24th every year i got my daughter which was great right um So we decided when she got a little older and it was just weird the way it happened is we were just sitting around bored one night on Christmas Eve. And I just said, "Um, you want to go to a movie? And she was like, yeah. And there was it was one of the years that Star Wars was out. And I was like, oh, you want to go see the new Star Wars movie? And she's like, no, dad. So then I was like, well, what do you want to see? And it just happened that Pitch Perfect 3 was coming out that year. So we went and saw Pitch Perfect 3, which I've got to admit wasn't the Pitch Perfect movies are not the end of the world. Like you can do worse. So uh, it still doesn't make me want to watch them. <laughs> so, but now we've started a tradition. Even the year of COVID, where there were no movies being made, mm-hmm. we went to the movie theater and we saw the movie Elf in theaters. That's awesome. Um, the woman who ran the place was so happy 
Now she didn't have anything made because she wasn't expecting anyone. Yeah. Um, I can't believe so, this open. Wow. Yeah. She was open. She was so happy we were there. Um, <laughs> She said that she's going to make some popcorn for us and she's going to bring everything to us and all that. Like it was, she was just so happy to have us there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We, we had the whole theater to ourselves. Now, again, it wasn't the greatest movie. It was a movie we had all seen a hundred times. Elf rocks, dude. Yeah, but it's still right. (laughs) It's a good movie that people like. And it's just so much fun. And we have this picture of me and her in this movie theater, just taking a selfie of each other. And there's nobody with us, you know? So, so it was great. And we're still continuing that. My daughter Dow, for, for listeners, she is 21 years old. She has moved out on her own and she is um, coming to my house you have a movie date date, don't you yes at four o'clock we are meeting to watch um uh the new wonka movie the willy wonka prequel and uh, in which that movie was near and dear to my mom so it's kind of perfect and she's gonna leave after that she's gonna leave she's gonna go to her boyfriend's family You know, whatever. I know. But then um, but then she's gonna come back here and she's gonna sleep in her bed that she had growing up and all that stuff. And we're gonna wake up and do presents Christmas so morning awesome. and all that stuff. I love so, it. So we're still continuing the traditions. Now, you know, there was a year where I sat there and went, Oh my god, these traditions are all gonna come to an end. What am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. And then I remembered, hopefully not anytime soon, but at some point. I'm going to have grandkids. So then the grandkids are going to do this tradition with me. At least that's the plan, you know? Yeah. So, so I, I, I do. I really like that. What, um, what is your next tip or trick for somebody who's going through, maybe this is their first year in, um, in recovery. Do you have, do you have something else that you, another little tip to get through? You know, I think about mental health. So, I mean, self-compassion is really important. Self-care, of course, and self-acceptance. Accepting your situation, accepting where you're at, and being grateful. You know, we all have a clear mind now to enjoy these gifts and the beauty of the holidays. We didn't have clear minds before. So, be grateful for that. So, I mean, you know, what what do the holidays mean to you now? Because they meant something different before, right? Really? Yes. Yeah. They were very different before. So what do they mean? So I would journal about it or talk to someone about it or pray about it, you know? Yeah. yeah and that, and that's all great. And, and I love the, like what came to my mind when you were saying that is, you know, um, change the word have to, mm-hmm. to get to, you know, I get to, you know, experience this Christmas sober i get to experience this christmas in recovery you know i said i've sat there a couple of times and told you i have some things that i have to get done tomorrow mm-hmm. well i purposely scheduled them for tomorrow because i knew the 23rd was going to be if there's going to be a day that's going to be the most difficult for me it's going to be tomorrow so what do i have i have you know i, I have a uh, an appointment in the morning that i have to go do at 9 30 um i didn't go to the gym today so I can go to the gym tomorrow. I have Christmas shopping still to do. I could have done that after work tonight, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Why? Because it get that gets me out. I'm out and I'm with people, you know? So why am I going to stay home all day tomorrow pouting when I could be out with people, even though it's going to be a pain in the butt, but you know what? 
I get to be in that pain of shopping two days before Christmas. I didn't get to do that before. And it's just so much better, you know, to, to go through this that I don't mind. And people are actually great. It's the only time of year that I like shopping is this time of year. It's the only time. It's it's busy as all get out, but people are actually nice. Yes. Yes. And typically like, your department stores, your Kohl's, your pennies, your Target, like they usually have like maxed out people, like all hands on deck. So you're not typically waiting in really all that long of lines. Though I did on my way home today, there was mm-hmm. this, um, there was this backup and I'm like, like, there's usually not a backup here. Like, why are people not using both these lanes? And so I get over <laughs> into the lane that I needed to get over in and I go to get on the highway and as I'm going past, I'm looking and it was the lane to make the left turn into Walmart. <laughs> That's what was so long was people were waiting to get into Walmart. I was like, yeah. it's that crazy. time of year. That's what you expect, right? It is. It is. So I avoid. I Amazon. I have to admit, I Amazon a lot. With three kids, I don't go into the malls or don't go into the thing unless I'm prepared. I've, that's a big, huge mental preparation for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, how old are you, kids? If you don't mind me asking. Like, yeah. Just so 12, my old idea. Twelve, and then nine. Those are two boys, and then my girl is six. God, two boys, and they're getting to be the age where. God, they just want to break everything. You talk about your 21-year-old, and I'm like, I just mentioned the other night that my 12-year-old's going to be 13, a teenager in February, and soon enough be driving and soon enough be out of the house, and I almost like shed a tear, and I'm not that kind of mom. I'm usually like, <laughs> oh, first day of school, get the heck out, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yes. I actually just like, no, because he's the man of the house. He's been the man of the house for a long time, and he's my guy, you know? Not that my, my other kids aren't important, for sure, but they all have their different things that they give me and give each other and that's why i enjoy the new adventures and and finding new traditions with them and i allow them to have a voice and opinion and 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 voice what they'd like to do you know like your daughter could have said no i don't want to go to the movies and you would never have had that tradition right right but i like it you know my kids would love that you know or let's have ice cream sundays on christmas eve sure why not you know And, and that's something that, you know, I was sitting there the other day thinking about like, like, what am I going to do? So after the the movie, like I'm going to come home and I like to watch a Christmas story, right? I Mm -hmm. definitely into that. And I don't have to wait for it to start at eight o'clock on TNT because I don't have cable anymore and I can put the Christmas story on anytime. (laughs) So I'm going to come home after the movie and I'm going to be alone for a little while and it's going to be okay. But that's such a great idea. Maybe I, you know, when I go, part of my shopping tomorrow is also going to be shopping for food and stuff for the 24th and, and for Christmas Day because everywhere is going to be closed. You're not going to be able to get milk and anything that you might need. So you got to go get it tomorrow and the next day. Um, but to do something like a um, a Sunday, like why not? That's something actually fun. a great it's idea. Yeah. And then, and then maybe it becomes a thing. I, you know, a friend of mine that I just met, and um, you know, these two friends I just met—they've been so amazing in my life. And um, she was just texting, and she said, "She said I just got done hiding fifty candy canes because that's their family's tradition. Mm-hmm. Is they hide candy canes, kind of like how you hide Easter eggs." I love it. Yeah, and I texted her and i said i'm stealing that 
So I'm going to hide candy canes. And you just hide the little ones. And then she just, you know, she's just going to have to go get the candy canes, you know, and it's going to be cool. So, um, so yeah, just coming up with new traditions is also fun, you know, so I, I love that. Um, another thing that I thought about was, you know, helping others, mm-hmm. you know, like get out of self and be out there to help others. You know, you can always volunteer at one of these AA meetings or recovery meetings and be the person that's there on a Zoom meeting. You know, I always hate that this time of year, I never know what my actual schedule is going to be like, because I am dealing with a 21 year old who has her own life and her own real job. Like, like her, her missing her job isn't, she's missing the job at, you know, McDonald's, like she's missing her real adult job. So it's changed again. Yeah. It's hard for me to commit to some of these things, but I'm so thankful for those that do. So, well, um, I think about how many newcomers, you know, because we're not newcomers anymore, even though right. sometimes we may feel like it. But how many newcomers are are really hurting this year? And they, do, you know, every every holiday, they don't know what to do or where to go. That's reach out to people you haven't heard from in a while or reach out to newcomers and just be that bridge to give them the tools or, or guide them to where they can go to get some serenity. Yeah, and just just help them. Sometimes just be a listening ear mm-hmm. is all they want. And sometimes, and I get it, like sometimes, you know, they don't want to get it right off the bat, but you just sit there with them. I remember the 11 o'clock meeting would get pretty busy, but I would get there for like the 10 o'clock meeting. And I think there was a, and I'm talking 10 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Wow. Um but it would be just me and one other person like this one year. It was just me, one other person for that 10 o'clock meeting. And it was so great. You know, it was wonderful. Um, I get up early. And so even on holidays and stuff, I'm going to be up at probably five o'clock in the morning. Well, I'm going to jump on and say hi to the AA support group Alcathon. And it might just be, I remember one year, I think it was just me and Mike Elfman. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said his last name, but oh. me and Mike, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was great. It was so much fun. Like I sat there and I was like, I would love it if there was a zoom meeting that I didn't have anything to do with. I don't want to host it. If there was a zoom meeting with people that I know and I'm close with every morning at five o'clock. So I could just sit there and bullshit with somebody while I drank my coffee. Like well, that's how well, I felt that morning. I have a chat with some Alla friends that I met six years ago and we've never met in person. Well, actually, no one person I've met in person. And a couple of them have met each other in person, but we're all over the place, you know, and every day we chat every day. We are in each other's pockets. We talk about recovery. We talk about struggles. We give each other ESH. We send readings to each other. We send pictures to, and it's, it's like our little, just a little pocket full of support and love. It's always there. And it's so amazing. So amazing. Yeah. That, that I mean, it I is. I never would have had that if it wasn't for all the drunks. Right. <laughs> so I, I love alcoholics. I love all my alcoholics in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad uh, I was a hot mess or can be. You know, <laughs> we can cause some chaos, but you get us on the right path, and and we can be a lot of fun. That was that was something Bobby and I talked about in the uh, in the last podcast. Was um, going to these open A meetings we shouldn't punish ourselves. And I, it, it helps me have so much compassion because 
I came in to Al-Anon with so many resentments and so much hate for myself and the alcoholics. But no, we deserve good things, all of us. You know, we deserve to give ourselves affection and kindness. And we deserve to set goals that, you know, they're centered around the things we want to achieve. And and being in a 12-step program, this we program, we help each other put those things into motion and, and help us keep our behaviors in check. Yeah. And, and, and that's what makes all of this so wonderful is like you just said, like we're, we're just there for each other. And, and um, you know, my very first meeting, like if, if people were not welcoming to me mm-hmm. at my first meeting, I would have never gone back. You know, um, I, I know a story of somebody who I tried to get into Al-Anon and their first meeting did not go like my first meeting. And so that person has never gone back. Mm-hmm. And I wish that they had this, that same experience, um, not to get too much into your story, but did you have like a positive experience at that first one? I did. And it's funny, the person who invited me never came back. So I came with them and I oh. felt just such love and I didn't know anybody. I felt such welcome and such warmth and kindness and, and everyone was just there to help themselves and help each other and, and look for the goodness in life. And that person's perspective was, oh, they're just making me want to stay with my alcoholic and telling me what to do. And that was not my perspective, though. So it's it's you coming in with an open mind, right? Mm-hmm. Coming in and not knowing everything because, come on, get serious. Even the 12 steps, if you've never even seen them before, look at them. They're very overwhelming, especially when they're from, on the wall from ceiling to floor. And you're like, what is that? And then there's the traditions from ceiling to floor. And then there's the concepts. I'm like, what am I getting myself into? Yeah, I remember sitting there saying to myself, well, I'm not doing any of that. But I'll totally. come to your meetings. Yeah. You know? I'm like, what are all these things? I can't memorize all this crap. I ain't doing this. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, the, the point that, I, that you know, I'm, I'm wanting to make there is, is um, you know, if, if you don't, if you're not there to give that next person that experience Mm -hmm. of being welcoming and saying, come in and saying, there's coffee right there, grab a donut, sit down, have some fun, you know, um, you know, let's talk, let's bullshit. Like, like again, if if I would have walked in and everybody just looked over at me and looked back to whatever they were doing, like kind of like when you walk into a school classroom for the first time, yeah, I wouldn't have come back for day two. You know we, what I mean? We carry the message. We have to keep carrying that message. We be the, we're the designated driver. We keep yes. offering our service as the designated driver, you know? Yeah. And yeah. show others that it's a good path. And that's what they want, right? We got to show them that we have what they want. want. Right. And no matter what, like, like, and it's not just, you know, not, and I don't want to get too much off topic, but it's not always just with the alcoholic or the Al-Anon, you know, sometimes you just, you know, you, you get into this life and, you know, you want to show people what life can be like who have nothing to do with any of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and just that, Hey, you don't have to be bitter and 
upset and disappointed at whatever's going on. You know, I'm telling people that are all worried about me because this year I'm alone, like literally, physically <laughs> alone. No one's here. And they're like, oh, they're all worried. I'm like, no, I have my tools. I have recovery. Like I went home for the first time after six years. I had six years of recovery under my belt. So right. I look at everything differently. I take these holidays so differently now. I can still feel sad, but I can still count my blessings at the same time and not get caught up in, oh, woe is me and I'm the victim and I'm all alone. No, because I'm not going to always be alone. And maybe I should enjoy being alone at this time. Maybe next year I'll have crap loads of people around me and I won't have any alone space, right? Right. Maybe <laughs> next year. And this is the way that stuff goes sometimes. So, so think about the story I said at the beginning about how last year I was at a family, you know, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend's family's Christmas mm -hmm. and, you know, things got so overwhelming and were so long. And then I'm getting the complete opposite this year, mm -hmm. you know, where things are going to be a lot less laid back. So I need to, I know that for this alcoholic, I need to appreciate this year's because I don't know what next year is going to bring. You know, I might be at, in a situation next year where I go, man, I would give anything to have the relaxed, laid back Christmas I had last year. There you go. You know, and you talk about new traditions. Maybe this year's a good time to start a new hobby, you know? Yeah. Yeah. New so always good. so that's, that's another good one. And, um, and this started my very first year and I, and listen, I got away from it for a little bit, but then got back to it. Um, my first year of sobriety at Christmas, I went and got a puzzle hmm. and now I would start, I would get puzzles every year to do. I did not get a puzzle this year. Um, part of that was because my sister didn't come out. Um, and me and my sister would work on the puzzle, you know, while she was out here in between things that we were doing. And, you know, while one person's cooking, the other person could be doing the puzzle, that kind of thing. Yeah. My daughter would come over and other people come over. And so everybody, okay. when they come over, they want something to do. So here's a puzzle. Communal puzzle. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. But this year, what I did was I got Legos because I was like, it's just going to be me. Fun. So I'm just going to do Legos. Oh, I love it. I yeah. mean, a bin of Legos under the boy's bed. There's a huge bin of Legos. Like you... <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to put some Legos together. And I love Legos. They're so much fun to do. So, And that was kind of like a Christmas present to myself. So, again, new things to do to occupy your time, to get your brain off of, you know, you think. Because it's all perception, right? Yes, and I have a great thing to do to, to occupy your time if you're alone, especially celebrate your successes all these people yes. like you know it's the end of the year da 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 so hey why don't you know don't be critical of all your failures look back and think of all your successes pat yourself on the back you know for all the things that you've overcome and all the things you've survived and how far you've come look at your progress think of the first think back you know to where you were and all the holidays before that are just uh and yep. think of how far you've come and how great the next year is going to be and the year after that and all the years to come. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause again, you don't know what the next year is going to be. And you know, you've got this year, like, like that's what we know right now is that we don't know what tomorrow is, but we know that tonight we are celebrating our recovery with mm -hmm. this podcast because we know that we can this year. 
you know, so, and hopefully this podcast will be around next year and I'll be texting Mandy saying, Hey, guess what? We started a tradition last year and we have to keep the tradition going. So you're coming on the podcast. Very good. And we can talk about, we can celebrate our successes of the past. Yes. All right. So we're going to start to wrap it up, but I do want to ask you, do you have anything else that I did not touch on anything else with recovery and the Christmas season that you want to make sure that people are aware of? Surprisingly, which we haven't really mentioned, it's been trickled in, but a higher power, power, higher connection. Wow. How did we miss that one? Oh my gosh. We did a whole podcast on it. And then it's like, it was on my little list of tips and I'm like, wait, we haven't mentioned higher power, you know, because, how else do we get to our back to the basics, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, are we allowed to complete this podcast without talking about a higher power? Like that's no, insane. It's on my recording list. Recording until we clue in. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so go ahead. So, so just say some of the things that you might do during this time to make sure that you're in, you know, constant contact with your higher power. Just making sure you have that daily connection because it's easy to forget. It's it's just like remembering to self-care. You get so busy in the hubbub of events and presents and obligations and work stuff that you do, you slip through the cracks. And it's very easy to slip through those cracks. You almost kind of have to sponsor yourself. Mm-hmm. I love having sponsors because I remind them of the basics. They remind me to remember the basics as well. Yes, they do. So when you're having that just you don't even have to pray out loud. That's the thing. You could pray anywhere. You can talk to your higher power anywhere and you can reach out to people to help you do that as well. Or go to a meeting. I find my higher power in a meeting, every meeting I go to without a doubt. If I don't know where to look, I go to a meeting. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. And last night at church, we talked about um, busy and hurried. That there's a difference between being busy. Busy is you've got a lot of stuff that you have to accomplish between now and Christmas. That's being busy. You have to do X, Y, and Z because you have to get to this party. You have to work. You have to wrap the gifts. You have to put the Christmas lights out. You have to cook the whatever food. You have to go to the movies. You can be busy. But that doesn't mean you have to be hurried. Mm-hmm. And hurried is when you start to forget some of those things that you were just talking about, which one of them could be your higher power to make sure that you have that connection. And when you have a minute in between your busy schedule to go ahead and no matter where you are, just say a little prayer to yourself. It could be the serenity prayer. It could be the Lord's prayer. It could be um, any prayer, any prayer that you want. Just talk to them just real fast and, and make sure that, that your higher power is keeping you or, you know, I like to always talk about me, but for me, I'm going to ask my higher power this holiday season to always keep me even keel because yeah. a Rick that's too high wants to drink a Rick that's too low wants to drink. So I got to stay balanced. You know, it's kind of like being a Jedi. I got to stay balanced with the force. And as long as I do that, I know I'll make it through this holiday season. Mm-hmm. My go-to is Lord, give me strength. Yeah, that's great. And that's all it takes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, Mandy. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up now. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you so much for giving me a, an hour plus of your time. And uh, this has been a great podcast. And 
I know we already have another one set up in the near future. This was great. And it was needed. I needed it more than I realized. So I thank you. And I thank Higher Power for putting this together for us. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It was definitely the Higher Power. Our Higher Powers came together today and said, these two need a podcast. So let's do it. <laughs> I look forward to our next one. Thanks, Rick. All right. Thank you so much for, for coming on, Mandy. Thank you, Mandy, for another great episode of The Recovery Chronicles. If you're still with us, go to wherever you found us and please rate, review, and subscribe. It just helps get the message out there to the next alcoholic. And we will be coming to you soon with another episode. Uh, next episode should be about uh, New Year's and kind of how to, how to handle New Year's um, as an alcoholic or a person in recovery. Until then, remember, take it one day at a time. Thank you.